Welcome to the Clueless Parent Podcast. This podcast is all about teens educating us on what's going on in their worlds. This is a moment where we sit back and we as parents learn from them on what's going on around them. We're excited to bring you this episode. And so let's begin right now. All right, welcome to episode one of The Clueless Parent. I'm so excited that we're able to bring this back to you. Uh, we kind of started this about a year and a half ago with Teen Culture. We, we, we threw out a couple pilot episodes and uh, we pulled back and just decided, hey, we want to revamp this, redo it. And here we are with the revamp, the first episode. And we're really excited. And so with me today, I've got Robin Dalton, who's going to be our Clueless Parent. Say hi, Robin. Hi. Robin, tell us a little bit about you. Tell, uh, you got teenagers. Just uh, what how much time do I have? <laughs> So I have five children. I have, uh, they start, I have 12 year old twins, 14 year old. I have a 23 year old and a 25 year old that's married with two grandchildren. Nice. So. That's awesome. And then yes. we've got Dalton Bleckley who, what grade you in? Tell us what school uh, you go to, that kind of stuff. Maybe not what school you go to. I don't know. They, tell well, tell us whatever you want. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'll be a junior and I don't have kids. I have a dog and a cat, <laughs> but. How do you say your last name? Bleckley. Bleckley? Yeah. It's German, and uh, yeah, people usually get that wrong, so that's something. There you go. So these are these are our uh, um, uh, parents and, and students that we got this this episode. So basically, the way that we're going to format this uh, before we just kind of had a couple students talking to us, but we're we're going to have every episode we're going to have a clueless parent, and and we're going to have our student, and our student is going to be the one who's going to be educating both of us. For those of you guys who don't know me, I'm Tony Tiller, youth pastor out in Warrington, Missouri. And so we're excited to bring it to you. So this first episode we're going to be talking about is sex and relationships. What is going on in team culture when it comes to sex and relationships? A lot of parents think they've got a handle because teenagers, quite honestly, are really good at covering this stuff up. And so Dalton's <laughs> going to give us the, the, the down low on what's happening. But before we jump into that, I just kind of want to break the ice a little bit. Oh, and I we're didn't gonna... know this would be recorded. Huh? I didn't know this part. Oh, this part's recorded too. Oh Absolutely. My gosh. So we're going to play something called the slaying game. So if, if there's anything that I'm realizing, and let me say this too, Robin has not seen any of the questions, any of what we're about to do. We wanted to kind of catch her off the cuff. I did give Dalton a little bit of a heads up. Not but, fair. Uh, <laughs> it's not, not fair. fair. That's, the, that's what I wanted to do. But with the slaying game, what we're doing is there is so much teen slang. Like I feel, I mean, I know every generation has their own vert. What was some of your teen slang growing up? Do you oh, remember? I like don't even rad? remember. Would that be something? No, I think that was even after me. Um, I don't know. Hot. You know, hot went from temperature to looking good. <coughs> okay. They still use that one, right? Okay. Yeah. But there is a lot more that's happening. So I just want to see if if Robin knows what these means. All right. So here's our first one. Bay. B-A-E. What do you think bay means? So not water inlet where the water comes in. Bay rhymes with slay. <laughs> I I don't know what bay means. It's just got? like um, a, it's more of like a middle schooler thing. It's like what you call High like girls. No, really? Wow. No, already like, learning stuff. Clueless. Like, whenever I was in like seventh grade, <laughs> it's Cold like out. it's like girlfriend because it's like in German it means like poop or whatever. Oh. So it's, it's like kind of contradicting. I thought, it, I thought it was for baby. No. So, I mean, wow. I mean it can be used So what the same. does bay mean? Like girl. Girl. Girlfriend. Yeah, it's like just, it's kind of. Okay, like girlfriend, bay. Yeah. Yeah, but we okay, don't really Kind of like bow, but bay for girl. What's bow? Yeah. Bow, like, you know. 
Okay, maybe. Boyfriend. I don't know what Bo is, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one. Yeet. Okay. Y-E-E-T. Really? <laughs> have you ever heard I of have this? never heard of yeet before. <laughs> all I can do is tell you what it rhymes with, and that's all I know about what is, yeet. What is yeet? Yeet is like, whenever you throw something, you're like, yeet. Like, you're just getting rid of like it. you have to throw it? Throw we it. don't have to. It's so it like means get rid of, of something. Yeah, like rid so, of like, cleaned out my closet, I can be like, yeet. I'm like, I'm like, yeet. Like, I'm like, yeet this out of here. Yeet it out. Okay. All right. Salty. Oh, bitter. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Salty. Not clueless. Bitter. Not clueless. I know salty. You probably know this one. Low key. Chill. Yeah, it's like on the down low. Like, you don't really talk about it. So, it's not oh, really wait, chill. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's not chill. Well, it's like, it is. It's basically. It's like, like something that's known, but un, 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 under the radar. About. Yeah. Okay. okay. Untalked okay. about. Untalked. That's not how you say that. All right. Throwing shade. <laughs> throwing. Did you know this one? Throwing shade. This um, is common talk. Okay. Really, Tony. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Common talk for teenagers. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying. Did you say throwing shade? Throwing <laughs> like shade. a light shade that you would throw. No, no. Like throwing shade. But like that's the. Okay. Yeah. Per, per, I guess. That's the correct spot. Um. Let's see. Throwing shade could uh, mean ooh. throwing. Um. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like um. Whenever you're like mean to someone for no reason, you're just like kind of throwing shade at them. Like you're being really rude. Yeah, for no reason. Rude. Throwing shade means being rude to somebody. Left me on red. Not responding back. Okay. 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 Is that great? Yes, that's okay, it. Okay, I Not didn't responding know. back in what context? Well, since it's red, I would say Snapchat. Yeah. Really? Snapchat, Snapchat. Ah! I think it could be any of them. It could okay. be Snapchat texting. Okay. Whatever. All right. Do kids text anymore? Yeah. They do? Because, yeah. like, before whenever we did this, like, it was like, okay. It was like, that. anyway. All right. Turned up. Excited. Yeah, it's like you're getting hyped. Okay. TBH. Did you say getting hyped? Getting yeah. excited. Getting hyped. Okay. TBH? <laughs> yeah, TBH. Well. <laughs> this is going to be good. I mean, TB usually stands for 2B. Okay. 2B. 75% there? Or 66 and a third? 2B. TBH. <laughs> yeah. This is, hungry. This is... To be hungry. No. <laughs> no. To be honest. Oh, of course. To so be what honest. is the to be honest? What is the to be it's honest? It's just like, uh, well, also another, like high schoolers still do it, like the like lame ones. Which surprises me. But it's like, they put it on like their Instagram where they like <laughs> slide up for a TBH and you like tell them how you feel. It's, yeah, oh! Yeah, TV, yeah. it's so stupid. Like, it is so I'm going to lie to you yes. most of the time, but <laughs> yes. this time I'm 100%. only going to be honest it's to you. It's always, I don't really talk to you, but we should hang out more, yeah. typically. Are you yes. typically. Are you that is like the you response, if you don't know I just tell people, I'm to like, be honest, because really I usually like lie. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Woke. Woke. Like, wow. Did you really say that? Uh, I don't think that's really... No, it's more like... You're more conscious about what's going on around you. You're aware you. of what's happening. Like you, you are really in the know. Okay. Woke. So right now you are not considered woke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. By the Dalton. end of this, this is why I put these two together. Maybe we'll do a clueless <laughs> child. By the end of this, I'm sure you'll be woke. Okay. All right. Let's do five more. Let's do five more. Goat. And in, in context, this would be. Tommy is the goat. Oh, no. That's our sound engineer back in the back. You don't see him. Tommy He's is the, the one you would blame if there was a mistake. Oh, that is the <laughs> Not opposite. a scapegoat. 
I mean, right, it's, so what is it's go? my best this guess. Greatest of all time. It stands for. Are you great, serious? Yes. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Oh, Tommy, you're the goat, dude. <laughs> Way to go. Tommy's laughing silently back there. Tommy is here, to... y'all. In case you don't know that, there's someone behind the camera <laughs> who we're talking to. Yes. We're not just talking to like. I'll post a picture of him. Um, <laughs> follow our Facebook. All right. Anyway, I'm weak. Tired. No, whatever you're like. If someone says something really funny, like whenever you, which one did you say it about? Uh, um, the throwing shade one. Like whenever you said lampshade, it like I was just laughing. It's like I'm weak about it. Maybe like. Uh, okay. Feeble, I guess. Made me feeble. Um, Made me paralyzed with laughter. And and what what what's it called? I'm weak. Weak. Mm-hmm. Weak. Okay. <laughs> Four so, more. So wait, when you're talking to Riley, do you just like not understand the things she says? Well, only because she talks so fast that I have to tell her to slow down. And like, and I oop. Like, and I oop. What is that? Yeah, do you, she says that all the time. What's and I oop? Like, and I oop or yeah. I oop? And I oop. Riley and says I it every oop. sentence that I see her. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's just something she says. It's like it's, some people know what it means, but. Well, she talks gibberish, if that makes <laughs> yeah, any difference. Yeah, she does. Difference. These and are the gibberish really, words. And she's really. No, gibberish are... has a has a phonetic uh, rule behind it. Like speaking, gi- can you speak oh. in gibberish? No, I cannot. Okay. I, I can't either. I didn't even know it was like a legit. It's thing. a legit thing, and it's incredible that these g- kids can speak. We were at Kentel's story. Yeah, sure. We were at the doctor's office one time, and Riley and Jasmine were speaking oh, no. in gibberish. Having a conversation is so embarrassing. And all they do, they do, they totally do. It's like getting your nails done, which you wouldn't have any experience, and oh, they're yeah. talking, and you know for sure they're talking about you. Anyway, so all of a sudden we're at this doctor's office, and this kid, like three years younger than them, answers them back in gibberish, and they totally got called out. It was hilarious. Wow. Okay. I need to check anyway, that out. Gibberish. That's good work. All right, three more. See, I had one word that the... <laughs> that, that he didn't know. <laughs> Clueless Dalton. Mm-hmm. Gucci. Okay, Gucci. <coughs> you throw me a water, Tommy. Gucci. Um, I know what Gucci means. But for you, uh, I'm going to say cool. Like, yeah. hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's Slam pretty, it. That's cool. Slam. <laughs> okay. All right. Basic. Too simple. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Right, you're on a roll. All right, last one. Dank. I don't know what dank is. <laughs> I only know what to rhyme with. Dank. Um, Usually it's not used with unless it's like with uh, like weed. Weed? Like, yeah. Like, wow. Going deep there. Dank. I didn't know that. Did you say dank? Yeah. yeah. Like, does it mean like another uh, word for stoned? No, it's just like. It's the type uh, of weed, right? No, it's like good. It's like that's dank, you know. But that's dank. It's usually the like ghetto kids that use that. <laughs> All right, sh- not throwing shade anyone. <laughs> not throwing shade. <laughs> Full circle. I like that. All right, so that's all for the slang game. Do you feel like shade. you were enlightened today? Yeah. And that's probably like already, yeah. 10% of the words I use, right? She's going to go use these on Riley. <laughs> I, we'll so have on our Facebook page, them. we're actually going to, on Tuesdays, we're going to do Tuesday Teen Talk. And we're going to do like a definition of one word. It'll just be a po- uh, just a meme. Do you know what a meme is? Yeah, like a little... Splash. Splash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. I it's, like that. Well, well, how would you describe a meme? Just like 
like a re- old meme or just like nowadays? Meme? Let's do both. Okay, okay really? So like an old meme, not old, but just like two thousand eight. Like yeah. It was like some like a picture and then like words, okay. like an actual like. So a graphic. Yeah, and then nowadays <laughs> it could literally just be like a guy on a horse and be like walk and like people might just think it's funny for yeah. no reason I have teenagers will come up and be like is it like they'll show me something on TikTok like, this is so funny I'm like I don't I don't get it like I, I'm, yeah, I'm, it, I'm trying to get it, it but I don't and they're laughing hysterically there's like one out of ten times and it makes sense and then other times it's just like a couch and then like a cat on it and they're just like dog and they're like oh my god or, yeah wow. funny stuff of this generation memes are great alright so if you if you want to follow the Facebook page like I said we'll be doing teen talk on Tuesdays and we'll throw up some memes or graphics whatever your generation wants to call them and it'll have the word explain it use it in some context that way if you see it in like your teens texting or them talking to their friends you can actually know what they're talking about so alright so let's jump into kind of the discussion to, uh, a part of this episode so basically what we're going to be talking about again is sex and relationships and what we want to learn from you Dalton is what does a teen relationship look like, both in the emotional emotional sense, uh, maybe in the physical sense, like you know all of that kind of stuff. And so I got some questions that we'll kind of um, jump in with, but feel free if you've got other questions or whatever. You know, we I want to create a conversation around this. All right, so I'm gonna have you answer things first, and then we can have Dalton tell us if your perspective is correct on it. Okay, so I have to answer according to my perspective yes. of this generation. Yes. Okay. Maybe your kids or kids that are around you, whatever that looks like. All right. So first thing, what do you think a typical relationship looks like in high school and middle school emotionally? So are we talking like friendship relationship or boy girl no, relationship? No, let's, let's stick to like mainly boyfriend girlfriend. Boyfriend girlfriend. Oh well, in in um, junior high or middle school, it's just name it and claim it. He's my boyfriend. She's my <laughs> girlfriend, and we're together, and nobody else is allowed to touch them, or else I'm gonna get mad at you. Okay. Would you yeah, agree? in middle school, yeah, it's kind of just like, oh yeah, well, me and you, we're a thing. And then after that, it's just like, they don't talk in the halls, they just text. That's it. That's it. Like, there's never any actual contact. Well, like, they do, oh, but it'll just be Oh, there is contact. Like, <laughs> not in middle I've school. I've seen it. In there's contact. Yes, eighth grade, seventh grade. I have, I've definitely heard of it, too. Uh, there's contact. Oh, maybe now. Whenever I was in middle school, people were just like... <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 16. Going to be a okay. junior. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what about high school? Um, I think in high school, they're getting more serious and, uh, you know, doing more and definitely more contact or potential for more contact. Oh yeah. It's like out the gates. Out the gates. As soon as you get in there. Okay. So let me ask you this. When it comes into, um, high school, let's, let's just talk high school relationships because you're in Mm -hmm. high school. That's what you understand the best. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think a typical, you're going to be a junior, um, junior has been with in their high school career sexually like how many yeah oh i've heard of girls that are like 10 10 yeah. what about guys i've heard of guys that are like 15 15 by the time they're a junior we're talking migrate. partners yes like yeah. sexual full blown yeah okay. 10 to 15 by the time they're... okay so let's say when does that start so is, um, is that are we those talking... people are starting in like the summer going into high school Okay, so and basically after your eighth grade year. Yeah, but those are like the kids that like go to parties every weekend and that like show up to school like drunk or high. Usually the kids that are away from that aren't, they're doing it, but they're not. Okay. They're not going cool. above and beyond for the numbers. So if, <laughs> for the numbers. So, so the last time we did this episode, there was a, something called 
I don't want you to answer this yet. Something called a body count. Do you know what a body count is? Well, I could guess what a body count is, but just basically how many people you've been with. Yeah. And that's a, that's, a, that's like a big thing. Like wow. it's it's basically like your uh, track record. Yeah. Yeah. And it's talked about a lot, right? Yeah. Okay. Let, let me ask you this: How how much is it talked about within? Um, if you're and with, you can ask questions if you throw stuff. In. If you're with guys, it's usually talked about a lot. By the guys. Yeah, like they talk, they bring it up. Do girls talk about it very much? Um, the girls that I've hung out with, they don't really talk about it now. Okay. Let Let me ask you this. Um, you said that it's those going into their eighth grade year. Those are typically just the wild, crazy ones. What percentage would would you say? I think you said those going into their ninth grade year from eighth grade. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. The summer after eighth grade. So like, what percentage is that crazy? Those crazy are those crazy ones that are probably like twenty five percent or less. Okay. And then the other seventy five percent, do they eventually fall into that as they go um, throughout high school? I feel like freshman and sophomore year, we usually like stay back and we're just like figuring things out we're like okay y'all crazy we just got here we need to calm down yeah and then like once it's like you've been there a while people just kind of like everyone's changing like you don't see the same people every day so it's like once you're hanging out with the older kids it kind of just yeah so do you think it gets more popular the older you get in high school to have a count or less popular the the older you are in high school for girls it's less popular to have a high body count but for guys it's kind of like oh you have that many like well done yeah but like yeah it's it's kind of always been like that i would imagine the older you get it's like more like talked about like you're always it's always brought up whenever you're single you know how much of your conversation when you're not around parents teachers all that kind of stuff revolves (laughs) around this um not not Dalton's. I'm typical <laughs> not, students. Not a huge portion, like, because it kind of gets boring. It's like, okay, you did that. What's the next thing? Yeah, that's it. So then what is the next thing? To do? Yeah. Like, okay. when, when sex gets boring, what's the next thing? Oh. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's that's just... A good answer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, let me, let me ask you this. At what age do you think most kids are losing their virginity? What do you think? Um, average age? Sure. Oh, I would say average age, it's still probably 16. Average. But, you know, you would know some people that are much younger, like 13 or 14, for sure. So what do you think is typical? Probably around 14 now. So most 14-year-olds probably have lost their virginity? Um, at Warrington, yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. So that's almost middle school. Yeah. And that's not... That is middle school. That's eighth grade... Yeah, and that's not even taking into account everything that can happen up into that, right? Yeah. So, like, how, how, at what age do you think physical stuff starts happening? I'll say past just a kiss on the cheek or something like that. Like, when does that start? It probably starts in, like, freshman year. It, like, you see it more. Like, you see couples, like, actually doing it. But then you start hearing about it more, like, the end of that. So when, like, 15, like, before you turn 16. But, well, if, but if they're losing their virginity at 14. Well, it's just like that. Like, most of them are, but then there's, like... But you already know that's what they're doing, because they're... Gotcha. Those are the kids that are, like, at parties or showing up school, like... So that's, like, the 25 to yeah. 50-ish percent. Yeah, and then they start... Whenever you're going into your sophomore year, it, like, starts showing, showing. So, and that's something I had on there, too. Like, so how does that happen? You said parties. Like, if I'm a parent... Mm-hmm. 
what are some things that I need to be watching out for as far as where my kids are going to do this stuff? Like, what's um, the lies that are being said or the, the way that students are going to spin it yeah. or that kind of stuff? Like, I'm just going to my friend's house and then that friend's parents are usually like, oh yeah, I don't care if you go to that person's house not knowing it's a party and then they come back like four in the morning. Gotcha. So then the parent just thinks they're at friend A's house and then friend A's parents say, oh yeah, you can go to friend B's and then yeah, it's just like yeah. that. And they probably kind of use each other in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. <clears throat> How do you think a teen would define an unhealthy relationship? Like at what point does a teenager step back and say, wow, this isn't good. Or does that ever happen? I'd say that doesn't really wow. happen. It's got to be like something like big to be like open your eyes. I What's feel big? Like. Like, usually when I've seen it, it's like when you get cheated on, it's just like, oh, like that happened. Even though they want body counts. Yeah, but it's still like, I thought we had this mutual agreement here. and then, So guys and girls are both like that? Yeah. Hmm. So they basically, that's the only time that they ever think it's going to be unhealthy. Wow. Um, so if they if they see that, how they how do they react? Like what's the typical reaction to a cheating scenario or something like that <laughs> usually they just want to get back at them like yeah. that's how most there's not many mature people about it okay um all right let me ask you this let's talk about social media okay <laughs> this will be fun how <clears throat> we can take this out of the context of uh even just boyfriend and girlfriend let's just talk about how guys and girls interact on social media typically so, what does a typical conversation look like? Like, if you're actually interested in someone? Let's say, yeah, let's, I mean, yeah. Like, someone, like, with me and, like, Tommy, or, like... No, 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 you and a girl. Oh. If you want to hook up, not you, but, like, if there's a hookup for, for the count. Oh, um, usually it just starts, like, they just start talking, and then it quickly progresses to, like, turn-ons and... <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, like, things like that, and then... do you know What, what do you mean, turn-ons? Like, what... Like What, what turns you on? Do you Got know it. what DTF is? DTF. No. I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> uh, down two, and then the... The F word. The F word. Okay, DTF. Okay. I, I'm glad you went here, because um, I like how you said it quickly turns into... Because that's what I've seen. And I think... Wow. I, that is what I think a lot of parents don't realize. Um, tell me if I'm right on this. This is kind of how I view social media. Um, I think whenever, like, even my generation really didn't have social media. So there was always this, like, if I want to do certain activities, there were certain contexts to do it in. So what I mean by that is, like, things that I would say or do at church, I would not, I I, I wouldn't do that maybe I would do at a club. Does that make sense? Yes. You guys follow me? Mm -hmm. Social media works the exact same way, in my opinion. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Whereas a lot of parents will think, oh, well, they're just talking on Snapchat. Snapchat is like the club of social media where anything goes. (laughs) But then a lot of parents will gauge their kids' Facebook with what they're doing on, if they even have Facebook So are you saying Facebook would be the church? Exactly. Facebook is where they know grandma's going to comment, where other people are going to see. So they keep things lighter. They're not going to maybe cuss on there. Unless the parents really don't care or whatever. But the, Facebook is going to be the lightest. I'll say Facebook and partially Instagram, Instagram yeah. will be the lightest version uh, or the, be the best per- portrayal of your student. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. But then you get into, and, and I don't know really where Twitter falls. It seems like it seems like some students love Twitter. Some students are like, oh, that's for old people. 
I've never I, been, I, been on Twitter. I don't yeah. know how it works. So, so there's that. <laughs> but when it comes to when it comes to Snapchat though, Snapchat is the club anything goes. And that's what I've noticed with teenagers is um, it's it's so open and it go those conversations go to the DTF conversations so fast. So like let's say a typical teenager, well let me ask you this, Robin. Uh, what when if a typical guy is texting a girl he doesn't know how quickly do you think it goes to, maybe before he even said that, how quickly did you think it goes to that type of conversation as far as sexting or whatever? Uh, okay, so, like, I would think in high school it would, in my naive world, would never go there by texting because why would you do that without, you know, by texting someone? So you thought it never goes there? I, not by Not by texting, no. What about through Snapchat? No. Like, that's crazy to me. Okay. That it could go to that that like basically a hookup by texting or snapchatting it isn't always a hookup it'll be like nudes or and stuff like that yeah that's what it usually goes to and then after that for a while they're like oh do you want to hang out and they're, they're not going to hang out you know? yeah wow. so so let's talk about how quick that goes to so let's say an average teenager mm-hmm. um they they find a, they find a girl on snapchat because it's really it's very common to be to you know you go to school with somebody you see somebody's cute you, you find them on Snapchat. You don't even talk to them in person, correct? Like, you just add them on Snapchat. Nobody knows how to communicate yeah, anymore not at all, face not to at face. All. So how quickly, after they get that ad on Snapchat, does it go to an, uh, an, uh, that type of conversation? Um, usually what I see is if you really like them, like you think you like them, it'll take you a while because you, like, you don't want to mess up. So like if you up. actually want a relationship? Yeah, then you won't do it like for a while. Cause Define you're like, a while. Like months. Wow, because okay. it's like I don't I don't want to mess yeah. it up like scare him away. But if it's like oh I just think she's hot, then it's like you're talking, you're talking, you're like all right, cut to the chase. So it's it's basically first conversation. Yeah, you probably within how many minutes? Probably like within an hour. Within an hour. Wow. And how many times does the girl say yes? Um, percentage. Probably like half. Half the time. Yeah. Okay. Do do guys like reciprocate those pictures? Like, do they send nudes? Yeah. Okay. And so, the, and that's. Do, do, do you guys know that that really doesn't go away? Yeah. Like, like I don't care though. Okay. Like, and and that like that's yeah, just that know. that is the culture of Snapchat. So, like for example, parents a lot of times I actually had there's um, what really became the um, driver for this podcast was a conversation I had with a parent who who said, "Oh, I don't care about Snapchat. Uh, you know, I watch my students' Instagram." But because, you know, they could see bad pictures there. But Snapchat, there's no big deal there. I just want you to know I'm not that kind of clueless parent, okay? <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Robin. Me. It wasn't Robin. <laughs> but that's when I realized parents have no idea what's happening with their students. And this type of activity, we all know as adults, it's detrimental. Like, if you're sending those kind of pictures, and, and, and I would say, <clears throat> how, how often does a girl get hit up, do you think? I probably should... We're going to do another one of these with a girl, and she can answer that. But And so for the, <clears throat> so hit up would mean? Text. Yeah. Have start this conversation with the intent of getting pictures or whatever else. Um, I don't want to be like me, but I mean, if she's ugly, probably not a lot. Okay, so let's say if she's, if she's not. Well, I mean, you've probably seen interviews of like models, like all the thing, creepy things they get. It's like, so that's how, that's how a horny guy is. Okay, but they how does that like, connect in, in high school though? They it's the same. Like they'll if there's a hot girl and like a guy knows that she sends, like they hit her up like all the time. Okay, so uh, how many? Let's say in an average week, 
Okay. Uh, decent to hot girl. How many? How many? How many times does she get in contact a week for pics? Probably like three times a night. So like fifteen. Three, three times a night? Yeah, there's a lot of guys. A lot of. And so they just ask for pics. Well, I mean, not always like that, but. But usually within an hour to. Like they'll like talk and then they'll just be like, "So, like, what are you doing?" And then. Kind of get to it. And, it. and it all has its own verbiage. And so they know when it's starting to go there. Yeah. Correct? And so if 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 they want to, then they'll just do it. Correct? And you're saying about 50%? Probably. Maybe yeah. a little higher. Yeah, probably. So if they're getting hit up 15 times, and that 50% is probably depending on if they like the guy. Yeah. So there's probably a good chance that they like at least half the guys that are hitting them up. So there's a real possibility that if you have a girl, or, or a guy student, I guess, because they're sending them as well, they're sending pictures to up to seven students, other students a week. Agreed? Possibly, yeah. Like, they don't... So um, there's, like, they don't care if, like, all these guys see them and what well, they look like? it just depends. Like, my grade and the grade above me and the grade below me are so different about it. Like, the grade above me, they, like, they don't really do it. They, like, you don't hear about it. My grade, you hear about it all the time. But the grade below me, they, like, they were doing it in, like, seventh grade. Yeah, Like, they sure. were out the gates going going to it because it progressively gets worse yeah which would make sense um you said the grade above you is not doing it as much yeah you don't really hear about it as much they don't they don't do that but like they be they be doing it yeah wow so then how does so then you said it, it goes to a meetup do they just basically like hey want to have sex meet here no they just like you want to hang out and they're like well what are we going to do and then you kind of talk about it and then if you guys do hang out then Stuff happens. Yeah, usually just... Well... There you go. So, that's the kind of stuff that's happening on, on Snapchat. And a lot of times what parents will tell me is, well, I look through my kid's Snapchat. Well, here's the thing you don't understand. Conversations get deleted, and even if you're making your kids save their uh, uh, their camera, their pictures, in the main camera roll, uh, one thing, I know Robin and I were talking, I think, last week, I said, do you know about My Eyes Only? No, I have no idea what that is. Explain to us what My Eyes Only is within Snapchat. It's just like you scroll all the way over, you put in a code, and then there's pictures. So like, you can it's like a vault. Yeah, it's a Snapchat. vault of your pictures or what somebody could send you. No, you're like if you screenshot some any of anything in your camera, you can put in there. If it's under okay. ten, like videos are under ten seconds, but can go into My Eyes Only. Yeah. So basically, you get a pic. And it's in Snapchat, or is it on your camera roll on no, your just phone? just on Snapchat. On Snapchat. So you're not going to see it on your student's camera roll. You're not going to see it on even the Snapchat camera roll, because it's a separate folder within Snapchat that has a passcode that only your student knows. That's where they, they store all of those pictures. But you'll will you see like a tab that says My Eyes Only? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay. you have to know how to use it. And the problem is a lot of parents don't have any idea, and they don't learn about it, and they just take their you know, for face value, what their students say, and then their students are able to cover it up pretty easily. Because, do you have a Snapchat, personally? I do. Do you use it? Yes. Okay, well, there you go. I do. <laughs> most parents don't. All the time. Yeah, most parents <laughs> don't. And so, if you're not using it, you're not going to have any idea. And, and not even that. I mean, we had somebody... Uh, Snapchat's not the only one. There's there's a ton of ways that students can get this stuff. Hashtags. Um, a lot of times, parents will find out, okay... They're watching this on, on Safari or, you know, Snapchat or whatever. So they'll disable those, but they're like, oh, Instagram's okay. You can do hashtag, you know, porn or whatever. Maybe not so much on Instagram because I think they censor a little bit. Yeah, um, it used to be like that though. But but Twitter, Red, Reddit, um, Discord, all that kind of stuff. 
and parents will just be like, oh, what's this? And they'll, they'll say, you know, something for school. Oh, okay. That's, that's fine. And they have no idea. It that, is not for school. Yeah. It's not for school. <laughs> uh, I'll give you an example. There's a, there's an app that is, um, works like a calculator, looks like a calculator, but what it actually is, is when you put in a certain number on the calculator, oh it's a, my eyes only vault for your pictures. So even if your parent, if a parent goes through it, you click on it. Oh yeah. That's just a calculator. It's just for algebra mom. Oh, okay. But if they had the code, it's got all the nudes, right? Yeah. Oh my God. There's all kinds Why of Why would anybody keep pictures yeah, well, of themselves on their, on their phone? Well, it's not of themselves. It's the ones that they're getting. So they're actually, so you can see, so, well, that's why I was asking before, would it be yourself or, so they're going to screen, they're going to have a screenshot of whoever sent them a picture, but doesn't the person that sent them the picture know if they got a screenshot? They don't care. Uh, sometimes it's like, you, usually when guys do it, they ask like if they can keep it and sometimes the girls are like. And sometimes yeah. they say yes. Yeah. And sometimes Absolutely. they're just like, oh, Lord, no. what do we do with these girls? Yeah. And boys. And see, here's the problem. Because if you really boil this down, the root of this is they're searching for intimacy. They are. Because they're trying to find it on social media, mm -hmm. thinking that likes and comments and and followers equates to intimacy. Then they're left empty inside. It, it's like this never-ending yes. circle where where there's you know there's such a electronic generation that that's all they're doing. So they're not being yeah. face to face with people, but then they're craving the intimacy. Because they're not face to face with people, so then they're taking exactly. this route yeah. that's not and they gonna don't know how fulfill to them it. either. They don't know how to get out of it because it's too awkward to talk in person, and so they just try to go to what's easy: likes, comments, followers, all that. Wes used to always say, "We're we have a generation of people that do not and will not know how to communicate because yeah. all they do is spend all their time on their phone texting and or Snapchatting yeah. questions. Commun they're communicating like." The we most don't realize disconnected generation. Yes, it is crazy how we don't realize, you know, where we could have a. I'd, I'd be Riley, call them, ask them. Yeah. Don't, don't. I mean, constantly. That's how they communicate is yeah. by Snapchatting back and forth with each other. Yep. Simple. I mean, I don't mean this part of it. Just simple. Every. Uh, when are we going to meet? When are you coming over? What time? What can I mom meet with you? Just Snapchatting it. Yep. That's good. So. That's uh, that that gives you a little bit of enlightenment on social media. How many are? What's the solution? Um, personally, I have ideas, but it's too, it's pretty big. Like I think personally that we need to create legislation that forces any social media app or any communication app to create a parent monitoring availability. So like right now, there's Snapchat. You can't as a parent. Like like for example, Facebook has kids Facebook Kids Messenger. Okay. So Snap. I think that that if you are a social media platform that um, Snapchat will be forced to, let's say they have their, their current one, just how it is for 18 and up, but they have to also make a version for 18 and below that allows for parent control. That's how it used to be. But it's just like, oh, the kids scroll lie. down on you in the year. Yeah, exactly. And, then, and, then and they, they might lie no about it. their age, but at least I as a parent can at least look at that one thing, and if their age changes, then I know that they've got the other version, and there's a reason for it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Instead of having them to, to, as a parent, be like, okay, I got to check their my eyes only. Okay, I got to check their stories. Okay, I got to check their private stories. Like, we haven't even gotten into all of that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know how to initiate that. So if there's some governor that wants to help us out, there you go. But uh, that's that's my personal that's my personal belief that I think is the only way that, that can well, change and anything. There's also, I mean, you can edit this out, but, you know, <clears throat> it's a big deal because if somebody is 17... 
and there is a 14 year old yep. girl that sends him a picture it's child porn you realize it's child porn you're gonna go to jail yep like there is no and and that's where it's going to start getting really ugly and i know that that has happened before yeah um and and you know what if it's on your phone it's your property from what i understand and it's yours um even if someone else takes a picture yeah of something i mean it it can get scary yeah it really can that's why all the kids need to definitely have codes on their phone that they do not share with other people which they won't do (laughs) it's you know so one thing that we're going to do also with the Clueless Parent on the Facebook page, we're going to be doing app walkthroughs where we will, I'm going to screen record my phone and say, here's everything about Snapchat. Here's how to get into my eyes only, all that kind of stuff. And, and we actually made a list of 25 apps that we're going to do that throughout the year. So you guys can be following the Facebook page and watching for that stuff. So you can kind of get an awareness on how these apps work. Because if you don't know how they work, That's right. you'll, you'll be, you'll be able to be deceived real easy. All right, let's ask a couple more questions and then uh, I think we can wrap up. How also, many- I think before you do that yeah. and the parents watching get snapchat yeah absolutely the filters are fun yep. you know it's it's great to have fun with it you can record funny stuff and you know absolutely. that way at least you know how it works even if you you can choose who your friends are who follows you and who doesn't follow you and, and, and I, you can be private also and, and i will say probably one of my funniest conversations i was talking with a parent and a student and we were talking about this this deal it was a mom and and uh, her son and and she, and I was kind of like alluding to, you know, just be careful. You know, there, there could be stuff that happens. Like she goes, oh, no, I, I, I see everything and all is good. And, you know, he never posts stories. He just uses it to talk and all that. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, they can block you, right? And the, the student was sitting a, lot, a little bit behind him. He goes, <laughs> and she's like, really? <laughs> I'd like to see that feature. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was pretty awesome. So you can make it to where parents think that they're following it, even if you do have mm-hmm. it. You think you're following your student, but you don't realize that you're blocked from seeing their stories. And let me tell you what, this, it, that whole atmosphere thing is so true. If you follow a kid's Snapchat story, they'll cuss, they'll do, you know, you, you might not necessarily think that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's crazy some of the other stuff that will, will happen on a Snapchat story that won't happen on Instagram or Instagram stories that definitely won't happen on Facebook stories. So remember that atmosphere context so if you were on um snapchat i mean can you make it private so that other people can't follow you unless you give them permission to yeah you can okay yeah and you can make you know so so parents can actually look yep at who's following their kids yeah for sure right you you can't also though change that well i mean there's ways that students can get around it where i mean there, there was somebody i was talking to um that there's like a code word that my parents check in my phone kind of thing like they'll just text it out so then everybody else knows not to uh i don't know if it was something like that but there's a lot of things around even even checking your kids phones that and you got to be on the up and up on this stuff i'll give you another example there was one student that was talking to me about a lot of us have location services on for our students to know where they're at so we know that if they do go to a friend's house you know okay so for a clueless parent would you explain to um our audience what what that means location services good good question so location services like for example for for my teens that are in my house we all have iphones because androids are trash just gonna throw that out there but just lost some people watching (laughs) or listening right now i'll cut that out but um, so, so you can get, you can subscribe to services or whatever, uh, but iPhones have it built in as well where you can know exactly where your student's at. But that's only when you're like on calling or texting. Yes. It, well, no, I can find your iPhone, find my iPhone. Yeah. So if I have a, if you have it turned on, you can actually see it at all times. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, but you have to have it turned on. So I, location my, services turned on. No, more than location services. Like we actually had our, te- you have to turn on location services and then our teams have to share their location with us. 
So, and that can maybe be an app walkthrough. But for example, one thing that ways that teams will get around that is they'll, um, well, they'll have their location services on, they'll keep their phone at friend A's house, and then when they leave to go to friend B's house, they'll sign into their friend's iMessager on their friend's phone. So if mom texts them, they still get the message and they can still respond, but the phone still looks like it's at friend A's house, but they're actually texting from a different phone. So there is things like that, mm -hmm. whether it's location services or who follows you on Snapchat or uh, forget even checking your, your kid's current Snapchat. You can, they can have multiple accounts and usually do. Yes. So whenever they're at home, they're signed into the good account. Whenever they're not, they go, they call it their spam account. Now, just because they have a spam account doesn't mean that that's necessarily the bad one, but that's, that's, that's an option as well that, that kids will do. There's a ton of ways that kids get around this stuff. That's why you cannot be a clueless parent. Like even when you're fully in the know and you have Snapchat, you're still clueless. That's, that's. Well, you're clueless because it changes all the time. Yes. Because, absolutely. and kids are smart and they yeah. get smarter because they are figuring out ways every day to make it different and to be more deceitful. Yeah. All right. Let's ask a couple more questions here and then we'll wrap this up. Um, how many kids are pregnant in various grades? Um, I know we're summer right now, but. Um, <laughs> freshmen, it usually doesn't happen, but there is a sophomore, an incoming sophomore that's pregnant. Um, there's a senior that's pregnant. There's no juniors. So not a ton? No, it's not really. Okay. Do you know how many have had abortions? No, no, that doesn't. That doesn't do, do they talk about that? No. Not at all. No. So what are they using for protection? Uh, condoms. Some girl, a lot of girls are on birth control. Do they know about sexually transmitted diseases? Yeah. So you, they talk actually, about it, right? Morrison actually had like a really, in I don't know if they still do it. Um, a lady at our church actually taught it where like, it was like super in-depth. Like I would have kids come and be like, I don't ever want to have sex because they show pretty graphic stuff and all that. I don't know if they do that anymore, but that's just, that's just here. Um, I, I don't think kids really care, though, about the consequences of... I mean, would you agree? Yeah. The, like, no the consequences really of a sexually transmitted disease and or pregnancy? Anything, or anything, really. Wow. It's, it's, they so have a need that needs to be met, they don't care they about don't anything care. else. Um, when do you think I love you comes into the conversation? <laughs> oh, easy. Like, a week. What do they think that means? They don't know what it means. It's no just idea. like, they see older people say it, they see, like... That's what the goal is. And they're just like, oh, I have strong feelings. Gotta be love. Wow. It's gotta be. So love equates to feelings. Yeah, usually. Okay. Um, so they have no idea. Wow. Okay, let me ask you this and we'll end on this one. <clears throat> Maybe Robin, you can answer this one first here. What percentage of student relationships do you think a parent doesn't know about? Like boy-girl, yeah. boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Or maybe wouldn't approve of or however you want to that. Um... I don't know. I'd say like 50%. Uh, probably, because like, usually the, you don't tell your parents. It's not like, because dating now is just kind of like, you can be on and off in a second, but like, mm. and you, whenever you were a kid, it was probably like, you if you, tried, if you tried to date, you you yeah. told people about because you wanted that. Yeah. Now it could be like, yo, we're dating, and then like 10 minutes later, you could be with someone else. So, wow. usually don't tell your parents unless you've, so how many dating relationships does an average kid go through in a year? A in a year? year? Um, it just depends on that person's lifestyle, I think, because sometimes they can go through, like, three. Like, it just lasts. It doesn't last. And then others can, like, just have one or none. Mm. Out of those relationships, do you think – well, let me ask you this way. 
how many teenagers percentage wise do you think are actually like guarding their physical boundaries? Maybe not necessarily waiting for marriage, but like have some sort of guard. Mm, that's um, a good question. Probably not a lot, cause it's like maybe ten percent. Maybe because there's like wow. people that go to church and I really like I want I want to wait like that's what I want and then there's people that are just like it's not a big deal to me like and most of them aren't going to church and having that I mean honestly from my perspective as youth pastor most of the ones in church still have no idea about needing to wait or or don't care yeah so really if <clears throat> would it be safe to excuse me would it be safe to say if a parent has a student who's who knows that they're in a relationship more than likely there's some level of physical thing happening at at some level um, more than making out yeah probably because I mean I know people that have been dating for a year and a half and they don't do anything but then I know people that have been dating for two weeks but that's weeks. not the norm yeah and I know people that have been dating for two weeks and they're like balls to the walls yeah so <laughs> so and so probably 90% of relationships are like active yeah yeah so that's something that you as a parent have to know the kid's not going to tell you that um and I think I think one of the biggest things that you can do, people always ask me all the time, when should I start talking to my, my student about sex? I think like fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or younger. Like and I know some people are gonna be like, Oh no. my gosh, you know Especially like, if they're in public school. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll be honest, I taught at Christian school too. It's just covered better. <laughs> quite honestly. Oh yeah. Like, um, and that's a good thing to bring up. Don't don't think because where you're even if you're homeschooling your kids, like yeah. If they have contact with other students, this the this teen the culture of the teens right now is just uh, not where we probably would want it to be. So I think that's a good way, good kind of a good place to end. Like, if your student is in a relationship, there's a real good possibility that they're physically active past making out at some level. So when I was uh, had a lot of the uh, girls over for for youth and you know I I asked them, you know, write down your questions. What are some of your questions that you have um, that maybe we can go over and one of, you know, a lot of them is, you know, why is sex wrong or you know, why do you have to wait? You know, why is it that and 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 they they want to know. Yeah. There's still something inside of these kids and I'm not saying they're the ones that are that you know, doing that, but they want to know, well, why, you know, yeah. what, what isn't because something's in them. So what, what keeps you from being like everybody else, Dalton? We're talking about their heart. You're saying they desire intimacy. Well, what, what helps you not be like all those guys? Um, one thing is like my mom got pregnant really, not really young. Like she was almost 18, but like, if that happened to me, like, yeah, that's like, I don't know what plan she had. Like, that's a... You kind of saw her walk through it. Yeah, like, that'd be... Uh, I mean, I work... Now, did your mom talk to you about that? Kind of. She doesn't really like to talk about it. Because, like, yeah. I work three days a week. Yeah. If I were, if that were to happen to me right now, I'd yeah. ha I wouldn't be able to do anything. I'd have to get, like, a job job. Yeah. And, like, it, I just don't see the point in yeah. doing that. Like, that's good. Every week. And do you think any guys ever think like you're thinking right now? Um, do, do they ever? My think boy that? Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's some of the, it, the though, people right? I'm trying to get myself in with now, like my some of my friends, I talk to them about. I'm like, I don't know if it's like worth that. Mm -hmm. And but I mean, like, that's a hard switch. So we're yeah, like, so we're. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I think we're all wired to 
to be intimate and to have needs met. So where are you getting your needs met? Um, I usually don't. I usually try to How? stay there. Okay. Just kind of wait it out. Mm-hmm. Here you go. How's your relationship with the Lord? Um, it's getting better. Yeah. Do you think that helps you? Yeah. That's good. So I've been hanging out with Tommy. It's gotten a lot better. Friends sharpening Friends each other. Friends are huge. <clears throat> yeah. Friends are a big, big deal. Yeah. And and I would say too, like, why are they such a big deal? Friends determine everything. Like, for the like for me, people because I grew up and and stayed on the pretty straight and narrow. Like, um, and people always ask me, "How'd you do it? How'd you do it?" And quite honestly, I used to get really frustrated with God. I'm like, I don't know how I did it. Like, all these people asking me what was the secret deal, and I I have no idea. And then as I really took some time to process that out, it was because I heavily guarded my friends. Like, there would be there would be times, whether it was after high school or during high school, where like maybe there was a group of people who really were serving God, and then I would see them start to stray and do certain things, and I would distance myself from them. And I just I don't know why I did that, but friends is uh, ginormous. Well, and I think that's a hard for a clueless parent is because um, when you do see your friends with your children, you see their good side, yeah, right? Because the they part. want you to yeah. like them and impress you, but you don't have any access to where their location is and right. where, who, you know, what they're saying or doing on Snapchat or, you know, when they're, if they're sneaking out at night, if they're doing this or that. And so I think, you know, it's hard as a parent because you, you do want to think the best about these kids. Uh, that your children are hanging around, yeah. but at the same hand, you know, you, you can't be naive either. Yeah, you got to really guard that. You got to really and make sure you're following them on their Snapchats and their, you know, mm-hmm. they might block you, but 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 make try to make that stuff a priority. And I will say too, um, just just some tips for for parents. Number one, like, be we have to be taught, be willing to talk about sex more. Like we get so scared because maybe they're going to ask about my past or, you know, whatever. Like you need to be teens. If I, if I've learned anything, teens want real talk. Like I've had some real conversations about in depth, you know, stuff about this because they're going, they want to know you just like you said, they want to know, but they're afraid to ask. So if you give them the context to ask, they will. And I will say too, when they start to open up, if you want them to open up again later, you better watch your reactions because they yes. might say something like, well, mom, you know, I was with this, with this guy and, and we almost did this, but we didn't. If you light them up at that moment, what? like, are you serious? You went to a person, you know, you might be freaking out inside, but you need to keep, watch your facial reactions, watch your tone and, and realize, think back to when you were in high school, you probably were in similar situations too, because you were just a clueless teenager or whatever remember try to remember what that felt like and i also think it's important tony that you're able and you yourself as a parent are equipped to give them the answer god wants you to give them and that you're able to look at your past and 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 realize that even though we've made mistakes and and in our past and whether we were serving god or not it doesn't mean that we can't expect our kids to do what God has called them to do and, and mm-hmm. live a, a pure life. Yeah. And so I think a lot of parents just think, well, you know, they're going to do this. They're yeah. going to do that. I did this. I did that. Well, you know, where's your conviction at? And yeah. uh, where where are you going to go to and show them, you know, why it's important for them to have it? Because really the moral reason why is what's going to get in their heart and, yeah. and fill it up for them to make the decisions later when they're... And I'm glad you said that too, because I do see a lot of parents who, 
allow their teenagers to cross boundaries because they feel bad for addressing those because they crossed the same boundaries when they were a teenager. So there's almost like the subconscious, how could I address them when I didn't even do it well? That's or, that's not a good way to get to parent. Or they're guilty. You know, parents, there's a lot of hurt, hurting parents yeah, out absolutely. there. And there's a lot of guilt that we carry with us, whether you're a divorced parent, a single parent, a widow parent, whether you and your husband aren't getting along or they see you do this or that. You know, you know, we're not perfect. Um, if we were, we wouldn't need to be here because we, you know. Yeah. And so just really get get a piece at where you're at and what you can instill in your hearts for, of your children. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, watch those reactions. That's probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. If, if your student starts to open up, love on them. Those are the moments for grace. Those are, you know, those types of things. Uh, because if you, mm. if you light them up, they will not talk to you again. And if anything... You want your teenager to be open with you, yes. uh, not closed off to you. And so. you know, I don't know what's coming up, but um, also I feel like uh, we talk about, you know, you mentioned the reason why the kids are wanting to hook up and they're sending these pictures is because they're desiring intimacy. And, um, you know, let's just be real. We're busy Come on. as parents. We Come are on. really, really busy. And uh, even just last night, you know, I, I used to tuck in my kids every night. They're, you know, they're older, but I always would take my time and lay with them and just sit with them at night before they go to bed <clears throat> and i haven't done that lately because i've been busy Come and on, and yeah. also it's summertime and they stay yeah. up so much later than i do it's like i'm you know i'm up early but you know we have to as parents cultivate intimacy with our own children they have Come love on. languages we yes. need to find out you know give them their encouraging words even though they think they know everything give them some physical touching hug them moms yep. dads embrace your kids Find ways, you know, the five love languages of teenagers so good. will be awesome for you, but we need to cultivate it. So schedule your time right. every day. How much time are you going to spend? Play a game of cards, play a board game, watch a movie. Just spend time with your kids because just hanging out in a car or just because you live in the same house yep. does not mean that you're connecting with your kids. Yep. And I have to work on it. I mean, I'm convicted by it and I'm I'm home a lot, but I'm home all the time with my kids, but I'm very, very busy. And I feel the Lord even convicting me of spend time, have some fun. Yeah, and I will say too, like especially with, so I've got three teenagers in my house and like with those guys, you're not going to get to the deep conversations if you're not talking about Fortnite or if you're not talking <laughs> about TikTok or if you're not intentionally right. hanging out with them on that level. Um, it's amazing to me how many times we would start with something like that that's just fun or whatever and mm-hmm. then, you know, you pull into the driveway in your car and they just don't get out. It's like, okay, we're going to have a good conversation. We sit in the driveway for two hours talking about sex or talking about whatever. But um, you can't like be playing Fortnite and then turn that into like the biggest moral dilemma of their life. Yes, that's good. They, they we get teens get so attacked. It's like, mom, look at this video, and they're just like, that's terrible. Why are you doing that's it? Really it's just good. Like, oh, that's good. And that's the reaction. I just think stuff. it's funny, and they're just like, you can't. And then we're just like, it's a video. Yeah, that is so good. To t- so so I was actually going to do a whole another episode about how parents can connect with teens, but oh. just to cut. <laughs> no no no, this is good. So like, those reaction stuff. It's huge. Not even just whenever they bring up something like that, but with what they're... I'm going to be honest. I, as a youth pastor, let my kids slide a little bit on stuff like that because they're so immersed by it anyway. And I know if I attack it, I'm I'm basically attacking them. I'll give you... Yeah, I, I have to watch that because sometimes it's like, 
Like yesterday, someone showed a video of an animal thing that happened. I didn't want to say it because I'll offend somebody. And they thought it was so funny. And I'm like going, oh my gosh, if the animal rights people saw that video, it's not funny. You know, I'm like, I want to give this whole, yeah. you know, moral story of why that's wrong, why they shouldn't laugh and don't ever do it in public, even though, it, you know, whatever, because yeah. I'm not at their level and yeah. not realizing those are those opportunities that you don't need to say you approve it, but you don't need to also let them know how much it's wrong. Yeah. Or how wrong it is. And I'll even say stuff like um, clothing. I, a, a few years ago, there was a student who would always wear a flat bill and his dad would always make fun of it. And it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't even mean. Mm -hmm. It was just slight comments of like sarcastic, you know, he thought he was just joking around with his son. But I watched how when he would make fun of his flat bill, which aren't in style anymore, by the way, but <laughs> I still wear them, but whatever. When he would make fun of his flat bill, what that was communicating to that student, if you can't understand me on a mm -hmm. fashion level, there ain't no way I'm talking to you about sex. I mean, would you guys agree? Yeah. So it's you have no idea the words that carry as a parent, even on things that you think are just funny, like, like whether it's Snapchat or whether it's fashion or you know replace that flat bill with skinny jeans or or know. how about for girls you know they that you want you know they come to you with this outfit and they want you to you know look at it and see how great it looks and you're thinking wow it shows too much skin there it's a little short it's got too many holes it's this yeah. it's that and but they're wanting also do am i pretty do i look yeah. good and yeah and as a parent we have to be especially with girls it's 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 more difficult because you want them to feel good um, because their looks and they're they're yeah. just such at a vulnerable age yet also teach them okay well we have to kind of watch how much skin we're showing i know you don't understand this now but yeah absolutely or or guys with like dads oftentimes with skinny jeans like oh you look you look gay or you look this you are communicating to your student i don't understand you they'll never open up to you ever so mm -hmm. It's things like that. We'll do it. We'll do a whole, whole episode around that. But yeah. So anything else you'd like to add around all this? No, that was that was exactly right. Yeah. Because if you if they don't under they, if they aren't on the same wavelength about certain things, it's like if we can't talk about a, a video game that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Then how are we gonna talk about anything that's real? Yeah. And then you kind of just distance yourself like slowly and slowly. That's good. Okay. Anything to add, Robin? No, I was just going to ask Dalton, you know, what he would suggest um, parents do. Just because what, what I see is parents are like, we can talk. And then when you do want to talk, they're just like, well, why do you need to talk about that? Like, you wow. don't do that. Wow. And it's just like, mm. okay. So really what the parents saying is we can talk as long as it's on my terms and in my way. Yeah, it's like they want to, most of the parents want to talk when it's they're bringing it up. And when they see it happen, they don't want to like. And I love what you said. What teens like to talk in the middle of the night. I'm there. Just a couple of weeks ago, all three of our teens were like, like piled in our room, and they were just hanging out. And you know, my wife and I were like going to watch a movie, and I was just like looking at her like, no, this is good. This is good. And we stayed up till midnight, and we're both tired. And but those are the times that your teenagers are going to want to engage. Don't mm -hmm. kick them out at that time. Like, there's been times I've stayed up till four in the morning literally with, with America. <laughs> no, no, just in my own personal house, just because they were talking and I, I needed to be, you're a great man. Tommy. I was exhausted. You're a great man. <laughs> but if you want to connect with your team, don't, you can't make it on your terms. It's, it's, that's when they were five. 
teenagers are now adults. Do you ever want people to do that to you? Like, mm-hmm. we have to talk right now. No, it's it's so. Well, and I think that's really hard. That's why parenting is um, always such a challenge because our children are always changing, you know? Yeah. You know, it's easy when they're little and you can tell them when to go to bed and pick out their clothes and, you know, you can control everything. And as they get older and they get smart and yeah. I mean, smart in a good way, not in a deceitful way <laughs> that really, you know, sometimes they, they know more than we do and, yeah. and how you can embrace them as they're getting older with the freedoms that they and should they find have their own identities and, and yet still connect with them. Cause I think a lot of times, you know, we just, we don't know how to connect with our teenagers anymore. And it's, it's, yep. it's, you have to be creative. You have to be intentional. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thank you all for listening to this first episode of the clueless parent. So Robin, yes. Do you feel like you were a clueless parent? Do I feel like I am? Yeah, were. Oh, I yes, I do feel like I, I definitely was a clueless parent, and I've learned some things, so hopefully you've learned some things also. So we got Robin Dalton, our clueless parent, right here. See you in a minute. Dalton Blackley. I'm a good teacher, I feel You are a good yeah. teacher. Maybe you got a future, bro. Oh, probably Yeah. Not. <laughs> All right, like I said, make sure to watch our Facebook and page. Tommy. We're going to be having, yeah, Tommy, the sound engineer in the back. Hating Dalton moving his, moving his, uh, moving. Just, just do it for him. Just crank it out the microphone. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, these guys. We'll thank see you, you guys next time. If you like this content, there's a whole bunch more that we put out on our Facebook page and also our YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe to YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and iTunes and leave a review. And then also go like the Facebook page, The Clueless Parent. On the Facebook page, we're going to be doing other things such as app walkthroughs, teaching you how to use the apps that all your kids are on. And also, we're going to be doing some things like team talk, letting you know what slang means, and a whole lot more. So make sure to go like the Facebook page. Thanks for listening to today's episode.